Well, welcome to another episode of our podcast. We call it, you know, In the Box, talking about things that are going on in recruiting. And in our police department, my partner, of course, I'm uh, Officer Skinner, one of the recruiters, part-time. And then I have my full-time partner, Elliot Anderson. What's Hello. happening, sir? Going well. Going well. We got Glad a, to be a, here. a good program today. We Absolutely. Gotta, but let's introduce our deputy chief, um, how you doing, sir? I'm fantastic today. I'm really happy to be here. Awesome. I'm with awesome. two of my favorite people right here. Well, that's what we're well, talking about right there. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. I that's knew right. This was gonna happen. So, 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 Lieutenant Colonel let, Kelly, let's let's go over your 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 time here. How long have you been with the police department? I'm starting my 34th year with Cheshire County Police Department. I started here in October of 1987. Believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like almost a lifetime ago, but it's uh, it's been a great great experience here so if you go over some of the areas that you you you, you've been in as a as a patrol officer as an officer where would you start at yeah so in 19 1987 went to the academy right and then uh, graduated from there went to the road patrol for two years went to investigations as a detective for about two and a half years crimes against property crimes against um um back then it was check fraud they called it but (laughs) you know um and then was promoted to sergeant and worked in vice narcotics on the road and promoted to lieutenant where I was in the academy, support services, uh, the road, then to captain. I've been an OPS major. I can go on and on and yes. on, but I've, I've actually worked in or supervised over every aspect of the organization. That's great. That's outstanding. So you didn't see the department grow. You have seen the changes that has tremendous, been tremendous growth. Yeah, yeah, and so, all for the positive too. All for the positive. What, what was your academy number? I was in the Fighting Fourteenth, the Fourteenth Academy, and I think now we're up to eightieth, maybe eightieth Academy. That's mm-hmm. remarkable. Well, I think that, I'm dating that myself really, too, Elliot. I was in the Sixteenth Basic. Sixteenth, and I was in the Thirty-First. <laughs> oh my gracious! Stop. So we are Thirty-First. Thirty-First. And wow. Lieutenant Colonel Kelly now was the training lieutenant when I was there. Oh wow! Okay, okay. So you was you was you seen him? You you saw yeah, him. after in, academy, in he's like, I gotta get out. I gotta get out of the academy. I gotta go to somewhere else. <laughs> 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 Twenty eight of us. I thought we knew everything. Drove me to the road, but I think I did go to the road after that. Again. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. so, <laughs> so, so now you're the deputy chief of the police department. Yes. What area are you are you responsible for? I'm the support side of the house. Okay. So um, Chris Hensley, the other deputy chief, he's got investigations and patrol, uh, basically, and then I've got everything that supports our detectives and our patrol officers. Oh, wow. So um, everything from the computers to the record room to analysts to our animal um, services to school resource, everything that supports the operations of the department falls under my side of the and house. As well as human resources and training. Yes, personnel and training, yeah. Right. <laughs> Still back in that same area. Right. Listen, don't let me cut those out, no. I mean, there's so many facets to the sports side. People, when they think about police work, they usually think, oh, detectives and patrol officers, mm-hmm. right? right. Uh-huh. There's so much that goes on behind the scenes that uh, I guess people don't even think about that, really, that helps make a police, officer, a police department function properly, helps our officers and detectives do what they need to do on a daily basis, and gives the community the um, public safety service that they really deserve. Awesome, awesome. So the civilian part of our police department you are responsible for as well. Yes. Now, when you came in 1987, did you come out of college or military, or did you have a family history of law enforcement? So a little bit of all that, right, except for the military. One thing I I, I did not get to experience in my life. Okay. so growing up, I grew up in a police officer family. My father's oh, wow. retired, a police officer with oh, 33 awesome. years of service up in western Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. 
growing up in a police officer house, I got to tell you, that was, uh, to me, it was, it was normal, right? Right. It was normal to have your mom running around after you saying, shh, 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 when your dad's trying to sleep in the afternoon, right? Because he's worked all night. And I guess I just grew up with that. And some of the things, too, in my childhood memories that I have is like watching one Adam 12, you know? Oh, yeah. And, yes. uh, oh, yeah. you know, the oh, Adam yeah. 12 shows and, and things like that. And just... In my experience, in my growing up, police officers were always there, and they wanted to help people, right? And so that's what I wanted to do. I knew early on that's mm-hmm. what I wanted to do. And my father, uh, when I was getting ready to graduate high school, turning 18, old school, uh-huh. he was like, you better have a job or somewhere to go. <laughs> you know, you're turning 18. <laughs> you're not staying here. Right? You better do something, mm-hmm. right? And so I thought about a different things military considered different things but i was fortunate enough to be accepted to mercyhurst college mm-hmm. uh, it's now mercyhurst <laughs> university in erie pennsylvania okay i went there in in 1981 and began my undergraduate degree in criminal justice and i was fortunate enough to get a fellowship to get my master's oh, in good. police administration at mercyhurst at, at Mercy, as well at, at mercyhurst university okay, good. yeah yeah graduated uh, from there in 1987 i can tell you I, my dad uh, going back to him, if I can cut back to him real quick. Oh, yeah. He, he never pushed me to be a police officer, right? As a matter of fact, he, was, he would say things like, you see what hours I work. You know what I have to go through. You can make more money and do other things than just be a police officer. Right. Right? He never told me not to, but he, he, it wasn't like, oh, you need to be a police officer. And, uh, but went to Mercyhurst University, graduated from there with my undergrad and my graduates. And I heard of uh, Chesterfield County. Police Department down here in Chesterfield, Virginia, um, through actually some classmates of mine. Oh wow! Who had uh, actually graduated a couple years ahead of me? Mm-hmm. Said, "Hey, did you ever hear about Chesterfield County?" Unfortunately, I had to say no, but I've never looked back. I came down and looked at the county. Great location, yes. great place to be. Yes. You know, right near the beach, right near mm-hmm. the mountains. There you go. Love it right here in Central Virginia, and. You know, that's history, right? Never look back. Never look back. 34 years later, I'm still here. Wow. That's great. Wow. And we're still recruiting at Mercyhurst. Yeah. It, which is phenomenal, mm-hmm. right? And they, I still believe they have one of the better programs. They do. Uh, for criminal justice. And I'm glad to see that we continue to go up there and, and recruit and try to bring them down. I can tell you, I do know from my own personal experience, roots run deep. Oh, yeah. In, in western Pennsylvania. But I can tell you it's well worth the the move to come down here to Chesterfield. So, yeah, you said your, your father has, of course, retired, and, and you're still in contact with him. Yes. Now, in knowing you, been knowing you for 32 years of my career being in Chesterfield, you have um, other members of your family in law enforcement. Yeah, very proud. <laughs> I can tell you, I've got uh, I've two sons that actually entered in law enforcement, and I still have one who's still a police officer, been a police officer for five years now. The other son had an opportunity to come up that he just couldn't sure. refuse, right? Um, but has keeping is keeping law enforcement in his back pocket. Right. If he t- wants t- to come tell back, tell me about so. that life of of your kids growing up in Chesterfield County, knowing their father is a police officer. You know, I, I, they probably um, looked at me as, man, you know, that's something I really want to yeah, do. I like to I like to think that, anyways, yeah. right? And it's a little hard for me to say that to some degree because mm-hmm. I don't want to sound like. You know, but you should. Yeah, you should. I, I'm, I'm proud that they've followed in law enforcement, and my. But one you laid son the foundation, right? Which is great, and I, I really think they see it as a very noble profession, something that profession that's worthwhile, it's purposeful. You know, you can make a difference in people's lives. Yes, that's, and that's the and that's the key. And uh, absolutely, and and my, 
oldest son um, has been recognized in his community, in his department for his community involvement mm -hmm. and, and helping. And so I like to think that has also um, been something that he was able to grasp onto and recognize that, you know, you have to be able to be out there and, and be willing to help your neighbor and help right. your community. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I know over 34 years, you said? I'm in my 34th year. 34 Man. years has been a lot of stressors, a lot of changes in policing, positive, negative, mm -hmm. and some indifferent. Um, have you been able to maintain? And what's different from when you started to yes. how officers are able to maintain their wellness now? Uh, well, look, when I start, we're talking about when I started in, in wellness, right? We didn't talk about wellness. Right, exactly. Right? Exactly. That's the biggest difference from 1987 to today. We didn't talk about wellness because if you were seen as weak yep. or even perceived in your own mind, the stigma yep. that if I said, man, I'm going through some stuff and I need some help, you're going to be perceived as weak. No one's going to trust you and you're going to lose your job. Yep, exactly. Right. Today, no, it, it's, a, it's a 180 turnaround, right? Today, we don't see being vulnerable as being weak, right? We all go through experiences in life. We all have our own stories, yep. right? And trauma and stress affect all of us differently. Yes. And whether it's a, a one-time incident that causes your trauma or if it's a 34-year career, right, and everything that builds up and accumulates over time that finally um, wears you down emotionally, that um, now it's okay to say, you know what, I'm struggling here. I yep. need some help. I don't want to have relationship problems at home, right? I don't want to have problems at work. I want to still go out and do everything I used to do and still enjoy life the way I used to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be isolated and, and only, you know, go out on rare times uh, throughout my life. You know, we all have to realize that policing is traumatic, right? We know that, and we know that from day one. Mm -hmm. So we also need to realize that because you chose to be a police officer and you chose to enter this noble profession to help others, that you're going to get vicarious trauma, right? And so, my, in my opinion, because you chose to be a police officer, we need to take care of you, number one. Right. And, in, and in here, my bias is with Chesterfield County. If you choose to be a police officer with us, then it's up to me, it's up to our organization to make sure we do take care of you. Exactly. And, let, and to let you know it's okay to ask for help because you will be stronger in the and, end. And it takes time to, to get to that point that I know in my, in my incident uh, and some of the things that I went through, I said, well, then I can handle this through my church, through my friends, through my associates. But then it came to the point where they can't understand as, a, as what I'm going through as a police officer, the cases that I have to keep secret, the, the, the things that I can't say to you. So having the peer, the peer, pro, the, um, peer support, peer, peer support, support program. system that yes. we have, uh, that was, that, that's a key. That's yes. a key to me. And that's been around about 16 to 17 years now, I think. At least. It's been yeah, a long time. A long time. Um, yeah. I, I, hmm. And I yeah, know when we initially started, it started to yeah. support officers right. And civilian employees as well, but also the families of our uh, department members who were deployed. We did a once-a-month meeting with uh, the spouses and partners of our deployed officers uh, during the initial phases of the Iraq War, and um, I think that was a really good outlet for them as for them as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, well, we also have some other aspects of wellness in the department right. now, and I will say during my tenure, it has drastically improved, and the culture change has been pretty quick as far as. Uh, my opinion is right. that we didn't drag this out. We have, um, our management took a look at the issue and said, hey, this is how we need to improve to uh, protect the interests of our people, the well-being of our people. Right. Um, we have a, a contract psychologist on, yes. on board with the department for some time. Do you want to speak about that relationship? or? 
a very positive uh, relationship uh, with our um, contract psychologist. He's, uh, John Moss is his name, mm -hmm. and well-renowned across the country. And he is phenomenal. And, and when he I, specializes in police, in police psychology. Yes, he does. Yeah. yeah, One of the very few um, who has that certification. And when I speak with our officers who have had to go through traumatic incidents, officer-involved shootings and things of this nature, they can't say enough about John Moss wow. and how he has helped them. Not so much just getting through their own emotions, but, you know, what to expect. This is going to happen. These are the emotions you will feel, you know, and, and just really helping them and their families. Mm -hmm. He is available uh -huh. to their spouses, to anyone in their family that may be feeling the pressures of what their police officer is going through, and he is there to help. You know, our organization is really one in about 5% of all the organizations across the country that really have a, a wellness program that uh, is there for your emotional wellness. It's a um, suicide prevention program and a wellness incentive program. Mm -hmm. really is because we have the peer support program. Right. We have the chaplains. We have Dr. John Moss. We have Employee Assistance Program, the Police Foundation. Right? We have, and there are others, but there are so many um, avenues that our organization lets people have access to and, and has built these programs up over the years that really the best way for our officers to recognize, I guess, that they have these programs at their disposal mm -hmm. is to talk about it because that's the right. one yeah, thing that we exactly. don't do, right? Yep. It's, we need Keeping to it all bottled up. bottled up, and we need to talk about it. we got to let them know what these programs can do. we got to let them know they're not going to lose their job just right. because they're going through a tough time, mm -hmm. right? We want them to get help before whatever that is they're going through causes them to do something, right, that they normally wouldn't have done if they weren't under that stress and that pressure. I know over recent years and probably longer, we have had actual officers who've had traumatic events mm -hmm. or some type of mental health issue or financial issue or mm -hmm. something um, do a presentation in service. Yes. Um, and those officers come in, they discuss, this is my issue, this is how I was dealing with it inappropriately or maybe appropriately, um, but also how they received the support from the department and what made it better for them. Um, one of the other aspects I know we've had is a financial wellness yes. um, program. So wellness is just not right. physical. physical. Exactly. It's the totality of the employee. And that's what we are geared towards, right? We look at spiritual. We mm -hmm. look at uh, mental. And what I mean by mental is do we offer experiences for our police officers to grow, right? Right. That they don't stay stagnant, mm -hmm. right? Emotional, and that's the feelings, right? And uh, so we have to look at um, financial as well. We all know that that can be a, oh, a yeah. burden in police officer families. Mm -hmm. I mean, so, yeah, I bought a boat once, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, and then yes. here comes the overtime oh, yes. and everything oh, else, yeah. right? Because you want to be able to spend time with your exactly. family, and this exactly. is going to be a great idea, and then you got to pay for the thing. <laughs> right. And uh, so, you know, we, have, we want to um, have programs out there, officers, can look at financial issues, right? So they don't get themselves in a problem with that and, and overtaxing themselves. So they are always working overtime because right. that's not healthy either, right? Mm -hmm. And so, and then the last part of that is, um, man, did we talk about emotional? Oh, and fitness, and right? Fitness. Right, right. And, fitness. And, and we're starting to emphasize that more mm -hmm. now here mm -hmm. in the organization. And spiritually, we have a uh, about a 20 person chaplain, chaplain program, program, maybe oh, yes. a little more, oh, yeah. um, that's diverse in gender and faith, mm -hmm. different yes. faiths. Um, that are there, and they do ride-alongs. They're in the stations. Yep. They come they out, out to call with the service, officers, exactly. And they build relationships um, with us, as well as teach at in-service. They do. And, you know, I in this past in-service in 2020, I 
had a class, mm -hmm. and I taught a, a three-hour in-service class, and part of that class was talking about the chaplains and asking our officers, I said, why don't we see all these different programs as a suicide prevention program and or a wellness program? Because we don't talk about it right. that way, right? right? We're changing the culture, culture in our organization yeah. right? mm -hmm. to say, this is a wellness program. These are available to you. And spiritually, it doesn't always have to be religion, right? Right, right. exactly. It's right. wherever you find it's your peace. You, exactly. Right? exactly. And, and whatever that means. Exactly. So, and we're there to help our people that So I know you, well. you just said that you do it for the in-service. How about our incoming recruits? Right from the start. Oh, right? Awesome. Yeah, right from the start. And so we're actually building that. And two things we added in 2020 was a partnership with Chippenham Medical and they have um, trainers now on site at our academy five days a week to help with the physical part of it. And Chippenham and, Medical is our local hospital facility that has a correct program we partner yes, with. Yes, um, and they have professional trainers mm -hmm. who are here and on, under contract at our academy, and they help public safety, not just police, but our public safety programs here. Wow. And the other thing that we added was we just, I mean, just started – our wellness coordinator's position. So we haven't even, the ink isn't even dry on that, wow. right? But um, I knew we would get that's going to be exciting. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we knew we were going to get something new. <laughs> and that wellness coordinator is a sworn person, a sworn police officer person yes. who will manage the, the wellness, the wellness program. 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 Yeah, okay. it's, it's uh, okay. Colonel Katz, our that's chief awesome. of police, likes to think of that as, you know, we need a point of contact, right? Right. The one-stop shop. And uh, our new wellness coordinator is very motivated, you know, you know, ready to hit the ground running. And that's a great topic for you, one yeah. of your next oh, podcasts, yeah. no, right. right, to, to bring yeah. her here. Well, one thing you mentioned briefly was the physical fitness portion of wellness. Do you want to talk more in depth about what we're doing here in the department with the physical fitness aspect? Yeah, so two years ago probably now we started looking at it. How can we improve the overall health? Health of our employees and our police officers. And we were looking at the different aspects when it came to mental, um, social, I mean, um, physical, um, spiritual, emotional, doing a lot of those different things, right? So we said, how can we um, move our organization to the next level when it comes to officers taking um, care of care themselves? themselves. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. practicing self-care. And physical fitness in law enforcement has always been a staple, right? Right. We don't want it to make it the end-all, be-all, but we do want officers to understand that the decisions they make today when yep. it comes to their physical health, nutrition, exercise things, will impact their tomorrow, right? And they're not always going to be here as police officers. They're, I am really hoping they're going to have a 30-, 40-year retirement, <laughs> right, and be healthy for yep. that retirement. Exactly. And so to do that, we're taking a look at all the different aspects of wellness, including uh, physical, and we are looking at the LawFit program right yep. now as – um, at least something that we're measuring for our organization to see, is this the best way to move forward? And the Law Fit program is a physical fitness program designed for law enforcement officers. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. And a lot of agencies, they have that going on right now. I Across the country, so. yes. Yeah. Some of them take it all the way from that's the test the, re the um, recruits to who get in, to get into, into the, the police department, department have uh -huh. to take, and then throughout their career. Wow. They, they still need to pass it from the chief down to the newest hired officer. Right? Oh, good. And that's the way we're approaching this. Mm -hmm. This isn't just for the officers on the road. If we, ex if we adopt this program or whatever physical fitness program we are going to eventually adopt, then the chief all the way down to the newest hire is going to have to complete it. Wow. 
So right now, the it hasn't been set in concrete that this is going to be it because we're still in the early phases of get, getting the data together and figuring out the obstacles that officers will have to take. But while right. that's going on, you're providing us with trainers to help us better prepare for success. Absolutely. So the, um, the Chip and Ham um, athletic trainers that are at our academy now, mm-hmm. they are there. And we put the message out to our employees. They are there. Please take advantage of them. You know, they are here to help us. And so for me, I'll just use myself as an example. I'm 57 years old. I don't run like I'm I, I, 27 me anymore, too. right? Me too. So can they help me? Can they show me different um, exercises? Can they, you know, I'm not as flexible as I used exactly. to be. I'm not as strong as I used to be. So what can they recommend for me to maintain and improve my physical health for the rest of my life, as well as be able to compete, uh, or complete, I'm sorry, whatever physical fitness test exactly. we come up for our organization. Like right. This physical fitness test basically involves getting out of a car, going over a wall, low crawl, and mm-hmm. stair-stepping, things that we possibly have to do, do during the course a, of, our, of duty. our day, exactly. or yeah. be expected to do, or regardless of where you do. are working at in the agency. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, we're all sworn, sworn police, police officers and Patrol is where it's at. I mean, yeah, and you know, whether it's going over a five foot wall, which doesn't mean every officer has to go over a five foot wall, right? But it demonstrates do you have the physical agility and the strength mm-hmm. to make that kind of maneuver, right? If you're posed with something on the street, the low crawl, you know, if you're uh, wrestling with somebody on the ground, right. you know, uh, and you have to be able to um, handle yourself while you're on the ground right. or, or going through the, the window and all the different things that are on the in the law fit test. They're there to help simulate a job-specific function that you may have to do when you're on the road. Okay, okay. Well, Carl, let me ask you, We, since we're talking about recruiting, what advice do you have to young people or older people or anyone interested in coming into this career or about their wellness prior to coming into their career? It should be a well-rounded look at it, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people think, well, if I'm going to be a police officer, I just have okay. to be strong, exactly. and right? No, it's not. no. You have to be emotionally fit, mm-hmm. and I... And I teach this in the in-service class that one of the highest risk factors in police office, for police officers right now is their emotional wellness. Because exactly. when you're out there at 2 o'clock in the morning yeah. and you have to make that split-second decision, you have to be emotionally well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, my advice to people wanting to come into police work now is, one, I think you need to take a look at it through the lens of um, a very hopeful career. Right? right. Right now, there's a lot of negative press. Exactly. Right. But the way I look at things is it provides us an opportunity and we can make things better in law enforcement. And we do a lot, I think, when Chesterfield County, I'm going to speak for Chesterfield right Right. now. In my opinion, I think we do a lot of things right here. And we're accredited through the state and national accreditation agencies. And the people here that work here really strive to do the right things the right way every day. And we promote that. That's the culture here. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that's not the culture anywhere else. But with the um, microscope that law enforcement's on there right now, I think people that want to get into the job are at a great advantage because the future has yet to be written, exactly. right, is what they exactly. say. So that's the people right. coming in today can help write what the future is going to be in law enforcement, and I think that's a great opportunity. I think it's very exciting, and there's one thing for sure, right? Nothing stays the same. Right. Everything changes. Right. But one of the primary purposes of government is to provide for public safety. Yep. 
which means government is going to enact laws mm -hmm. that need to be enforced, which means there's going to have to be people out there that enforce the laws because most of that's going to involve human interaction. Right. Those yeah. enforcement but, of those laws. And, and the and one thing, be, I, I, I agree with you 100%, sir, and adding that the community is, a, is, is part of the support that we have that make our police department the best that it is. Absolutely. I, in the 34 years, I can tell you, I've, I've seen our community support us all mm -hmm. along the way. Mm -hmm. But probably in the last 10, I've seen it become more engaged. Yes. And we've become more engaged. Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, just wonderful partnerships. Yep. And um, we are fortunate to enjoy the support of our community. Yes. From business to religious. Schools. Schools. Education. Civic. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Everything. Um, to to let, us, let them know our doors are open. Yep. There's an issue. We want to hear about it. Let's talk about mm -hmm. it. And we have great partnerships. Awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, I, again, that this is again another great another great. Anything else you want to add? Because this has been a great conversation, great great um, um, material that we can use for definitely for recruiting. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. At Mercyhurst College, At Mercyhurst, College. Mercyhurst yes. University, man. Yes. Mercyhurst. Yes. Oh, I can't top Mercyhurst University enough. Yes. yes, and I love I love the legacy part. That that's yeah. the part that makes me feel good. You know, I, I'm proud to be the son of a, a police officer, and I'm proud to be the father of a police officer. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, it really uh, warms my heart. It warms my heart, too, to see a lot of people still wanting to be police officers. Oh, yeah. Yes. I think everyone yes. still has that call, mm -hmm. right? When you have that call, you know it. Yep. And don't let the negatives hold you back because change is going to come from the people who are going to take those leadership positions. And to be a police officer, you're definitely going to be a face in the community, a leader in the community to help make a difference. And I I couldn't support people more strongly wow. today to get into police work. Awesome. All right. Lieutenant Colonel, thank you, sir. It thank you. I've, I pleasure. had a great Good time. To yeah. Good to see you. Absolutely. Thanks too. for coming in. Elliot, another great one. Another great another one. Another one in the, in the box. And it's uh, we want to tell everyone we thank you for your continued support. Uh, if you're interested in employment with Chesterfield County, please simply go to ChesterfieldPD.com, apply, and start your career today. Awesome. Love you all. Thank you for your support. Thank you. And um, again, we'll see you the next time.